I said I don't care, and I am going to pretend to stick to that. Whiny bitch. <laughs> Alright. We don't have Dave. Yeah, that's true. So I guess I guess I have to start. I guess you or do. Or do you have to start? I think we started when we started this conversation, so does it matter who starts? I think it does. I think you should start for once. Damn it. Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch. This is Cedius. I'm, I'm also one of your hosts, Perrin. And we don't have Dave. And when we don't have Dave, we don't know what to do. Well, we, we do, but it's a little weird and freakish. Yeah, because he's in charge of pacing, which generally includes the intro. But along with the intro, we usually introduce the guest. So say hello, guest. Hi, how's it going? Who are you, guest? Uh, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. I'm going to go by single names. We'll go single names today. That works. Well, I have less choice than is usual since I pretty... Well, okay, I made up a last name with my made-up first name, but mm-hmm. I okay. generally am pretentious and just use that, so I have an excuse. Yeah, I don't know pretension. Well, part of my initial stand-up set was, was when uh, I declared that uh, since actions speak louder than words and I made up my name, that CDS must mean pretentious jackass with delusions of funny. You know, I, I'm sticking with that. And the pretension is easy because, you know, we're drinking scotch. So we'll have to see. But this is not scotch-scotch per se. What this, are we drinking, Perrin? We're drinking the... Kazuntai. That, that was good. I like Thank that. You. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a Japanese whiskey single malt aged 12 years. Now, it's a occupational hazard. I don't, it's not my occupation, but we'll just call it that. To avoid using any bad accents. Should I drop into a bad accent, I apologize. Nothing is meant by that, except I'm incapable of not. And we do say this is a comedy-ish thing yeah. where we're doing Ish. things. I mean, well, I mean, technically we're serious about the scotch, but we joke around at yeah. the same time. And, I've mm-hmm. had mostly comedy performers. I mean, and, and I've, I've made enough snarky comments about the Scottish to, I think, make it I'm, clear that... I'm fairly certain that anyone who's listened to the show knows that we are not good people. No, that's true. But uh, it is technically the Hakushu, or H-A-K-U-S-H-U, maybe the Glen Hakushu, Mm. Uh, I, uh, no, no, no. Is it is no. is it a Speyside Japanese single malt? I'm 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 going to say it's likely a Highland, but we'll we'll I don't know. So yes, well, it is a um, I interesting. It's, it's a little yellowish. Yeah, it's yeah. got a little like a like a goldenrod or a, like a cornflower. Mm-hmm. Color to it. It's a little. It's a little interesting. A little different than what we. Mm. It, it's a. It's not as light as some we've seen, but it doesn't look like they've added uh, coloring. Mm-hmm. I, I. I think uh, Laura from Alertics would say uh, we're drinking more urine. It. Uh, it does not have legs. That that was something that somebody told me I should look for in things. Yeah, that's that's pretty I, uncommon. In... I try not to drink things with legs in them. I yeah. Mean, I've, I've had an insect or two, but... Yeah, so have I. But I try not to. I, I don't know. I've, I've had some termites that were pretty tasty. Mm. But, hmm. No, thank I mean, you. Well, they, they were puffed like rice. It was, it was, they were actually oh. pretty good. Yeah. Did you do the tequila shot at Die Laughing? I did not do ah. the tequila shot at Die Laughing. Yes. 
this has a really interesting nose. Yeah, I when when the bottle was mm. open and you were doing the pour, I was like, that's kind of fruity. Yeah, but it's yeah. Um, it smells a little bit of like that that caramel kind of smell you get when you're using uh, like a single grain kind of. Yeah, I'll go also lemony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Wow. There's some citrus notes in there. Balsa. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it. I normally. Yeah, I see where you're getting that. Yeah, it's a, it's a really unusual nose on a hmm. on a scotch but then now here's the interesting thing Dave especially and you swear by the um who's he what's her um 18 the Japanese distillery oh Yamazaki Yamazaki I've had the the one <laughs> well I got some in my mouth I didn't mean to. Um, I was trying to sniff. <laughs> Forgotten. Confused my nose holes with my, with my pie hole. Just don't do it the way that Laura did it last time, yeah. and you'll be okay. Do not reverse the process, because scotch up the nose, well, your sinuses will be clear. Well, uh, we uh, a few months back, my husband and I went to Louisville and went uh, and visited like a bunch of distilleries and did bourbon tastings there. So I was trying to adopt the bourbon smelling method where you keep your mouth open and 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 smell. Yeah. Mm. But I was failing, and I got <laughs> scotch in my mouth. <coughs> failing or simply overachieving? Yeah, I've I don't know how many times I've failed and gotten scotch in my mouth. <laughs> As opposed to having a drinking problem. Oh my, I have tripped and gotten scotch in my mouth. Yeah. I, I want to say there's like a nose of some sort of like very light but like a bitter nut. Um on top. Yeah, I'm I'm on the on the um the mouth I'm getting uh bread. Mm. Like a um uh oh not a banana bread, but um Let's hope not. The, like one of those like savory breads. Well, yeah, or or uh, yeah, a non a not very sweet zucchini mm-hmm. bread. Yeah, the carrot bread that your mom makes just to convince you that she can use up all the carrots in the house. <laughs> yeah, that's it's mealy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um the the definitely still getting a punch of lemon on the on the finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a a little alcohol burn, but not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a little bit more of like a chewy mouthfeel to it. Mm-hmm. So when you did your uh, tour of the bourbon mm-hmm. land, um, did you go in being bourbon fans, or did you decide? This is something we're going to do because we're in bourbon land. Uh, I mean, we're we're both bourbon fans, so we uh, we definitely enjoyed we enjoy the occasional bourbon here and there. So it was it was partially that it was also because you know we wanted to get away for a weekend, and we figured mm-hmm. that was a place where you could actually go in a single weekend. Mm. Um. So yeah, we and we wanted to hit up uh, a couple of like we've always we like Angels Envy we've had it before and we really wanted to actually go and and see that one in addition to like Bullet and 
And then, you know, the classic ones like uh, Evan Williams and Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. The, uh, actually, yeah, I gotta do a little palate cleanse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So have you hmm. been a single malt fan as well, or is single malt not your, your bag? So I've had a, I've had, I've had a couple of single malts, and that's really it. Um, uh, scotch has always been, I'm, I'm a very, well, uh, uh, before we started, I was, I was saying that some of my favorite places to go are shitty bars, and that's usually because you can have a, a frugal beverage or two. I also have hipster tendencies and really, really like fancy things, too. So, for me... Collision of... Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, with that said, I've had a couple of different uh, scotches. Like, I've had um, the Beaumont Reserve. uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it had a red label. Um, (laughs) and, uh, so that one you liked. Yeah. I mean, I did. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. I don't remember much of the evening. Mm -hmm. I drank something with red on it. And then I learned, I learned about the single grain method because I bought another bottle of scotch and was like, oh, okay, this one's brewed differently. I'll, or made differently. I'll, I'll try this one too. And I think that one was Stratholm was the name of it. Okay. Could be. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's sad to say that after all of the scotch drinking we've done, um, there's so many distilleries that you can, that are either closed or aren't common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that it's easy to tell me, I drank a blah, blah, blah. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'll be like, well, that sounds familiar. Sure. We've had a few single grains. I don't remember if that's one that we've had. It's not ringing a bell, although mm-hmm. I think I've got a bottle of something of a similar name downstairs that yeah. was actually made in the style of that distillery by somebody else, because I think that distillery is mothballed or dead. Um, but yeah, I, I guess one more thing on the on the, on the the palate, as you say, it was, it was fairly smooth, little alcohol burn, um, but I, I was getting kind of a not nearly as bad as the Springbank 15 that, you know, Dave would be the only one who could really comment on, but it was a little bit of a maybe, like, pine saw type hmm. to it. I mean, not mm-hmm. bad, not to the point where it was, right. like, disappointing, but there was there was a little antiseptic-ness to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so hmm. my, I'm, I'm nosing the wet, and oh. the first thing that pops into my, mouth, my mind I know is, is weird. But I swear to God, my first nose made me think of a ham sandwich. Mm. Yep, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there there are there are a lot of things to be said for experiential flavors, and um, it's it's the bread smell. I think I'm getting mm-hmm. I'm getting bread in it, and there's something that's enough of a savory reminder mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, ham sandwich. I'm sure it doesn't taste like a ham sandwich, although that would be a wicked cool scotch. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd drink a lot of it, but I'd be like, I'm going to go drink a ham sandwich and get drunk. It'll be followed up by their grilled cheese variety. You know they'd push it too far. <laughs> they'd, 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 you'd get a ham sandwich and a grilled cheese, and then they'd be like, try the 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 turkey panini. Yeah, yeah and then like, they'd go off the rails and introduce pizza flavor. Oh... Yeah, they would. 
I'm just going to be happy with the fact that occasionally in an art bag I'll get a hint of bacon and it, leave it at that it because would, that's good times. But the pizza one would come in an awesome pizza box, mm-hmm. which Cedius <laughs> would display on his wall. Unless there were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on it, I find that unlikely. <laughs> but it'd be made of wood and be pretty. Mm. <sighs> Wooden pizza box. Yeah. It'd be unique. It'd be a fairly flat, flat bottle. I'd, I'd maybe consider etching the bottle because it would be very flask-like, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Nose-wise, I, I, the, the fruitiness, the, the lemon has gone away. I'm, I'm definitely keeping the mm-hmm. the cleaner. Yeah, I can. there's a little bit of that um, that kind of smell to it. Um, yeah, a little, a little burn, but, um, Mm-mm. just yeah. a, a hint on the end. Uh, yeah, that's, um, surprisingly strong nose and mm-hmm. body wet. Yeah, I think this would be, this would be kind of nice with a, with something that had a little bit of a spice to it, but, um, like, uh, more like a... Not like a like a hot pepper spice, but more like a like just a, a heat kind of spiciness, like just capsaicin and nothing mm. else. Buffalo sauce. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't pay attention to how much water Perrin added. I certainly added more than Andrea did, and I am getting a very strong peppery finish. Mm-hmm. I might be. Between yeah, there's you. a little bit of that. I in think there. I'm between you guys because I got a little mm-hmm. pepper. But nothing very significant. It is a forty-three percent, mm-hmm. so a little bit more robust, which is probably why the wet is still coming through as a, a pleasant. Um, I I usually find wet kind of reduces it to meh, but no, this was an interesting, um, pleasant. You know, not. This one, this one kind of reminds me of like if you go to an airport bar and you order Sierra Nevada because that is the only thing on there that's not Budweiser or Coors Light. I, I that that is where my love of tasting alcohol came from was beer. I have uh, a full, almost a full arm of hops and barley. Oh, very nice. So um, I have a lot of experience in that aspect of tasting beer and. What are you looking? The book. The book. The book. The one thing I didn't have prepared. Mm-hmm. Now, where's the pen? In the binding? No. Mm. Um. Where is the book? See, the problem with cleaning is that when you clean, you move things. And when you move things, you lose things. And sometimes Not a problem I'm having these days. Clean. Uh, right. Well, you, you have a... Five-year-old tornado. Yes. Who... I mean, we're still working on... All right, you took your jacket off. That's great. Now hang it up. It does not live halfway between the door and where you are now. Mm-hmm. But it looks good on the floor. Yeah, no. 
We did just get her a purple furry jacket that makes her look like she's a monster from um, Monsters, Inc. What? I want one of those. It's pretty cool. Costco. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not quite the full shag, yeah. three-inch long, pur- but it's purple-blue, and it's like inch-and-a-half long fur, It's and it's warm. Mm-hmm. But it is also, I believe, probably not adult size. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was good with that, as she is not adult size. Uh, what are the cheeses we're eating here? Um, <clears throat> that is some sort of sheep cheese. Um, I, I, I knew what it was, and then I forgot. Something, I mean, it is a little scary. Something where real is in the middle of it, in terms of its name. Mon- Monreal, something like that. Mm. Uh, and this is Buda Gouda. Mm. It is a specific... It, uh, Halloween thing thing. I got that at uh, Whole Foods, and mm-hmm. then the the sheep cheese I got at Costco. Interestingly enough, it's a lot more orange than <clears throat> it's a lot more orange than a lot of the other goudas you would see. Yeah. So <clears throat> this is going to be a very short, pretentious reading. Hmm. So, a general warning. <clears throat> Age 12 years. Ah. The distillery surrounded by forest at the foot of the southern Japan Alps. Oh. Hakushu Distillery. Right. That's it. That was, that was that was really good, actually. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And um, interestingly enough, my former roommate is probably nearby where this is distilled then because she is also in the Japanese Alps on her honeymoon. You know, I hate to break it to them. Not really the Alps? No. Yeah. No. No, it, I've been it, on the Alps. And and the fact that it may be the, I don't know, snowiest, tallest, somethingest um, uh, forest, or mountains in Japan does not make it the Alps. Mm-mm. Doesn't even make it the Himalayas. And it's closer. I mean, it's sort of like saying uh, Welsh Village, the Alps of Minnesota. Yeah... <laughs> It's not. It is the best ski hill in the South Metro. Yeah, well, spread your net wide there, didn't you? <laughs> One metro. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I will always be fond of Welsh Village. It's where I learned to ski. Mm-hmm. While while I was in college, they had quite the deal. Eighty bucks got you. Um, we had what, like six trips to Welsh Village, ski mm. rental, lift tickets, and a sm- and a couple hours of instruction. Hmm. Now this was a few years ago, so you know life was cheaper then, back in the day. But uh, yeah, then so I I had gotten pretty good. I could go down all the uh, the blue the blue circle uh, routes, blue square. It's been a few years. And I was thinking, I'm not going to try any of the black, the black diamonds, but I'm feeling pretty comfortable. And then I ended up out in, in uh, Colorado, and I went skiing. Oh, I see. There's a difference between Colorado slopes and Minnesota slopes, and it will result in your death. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Because I got on one of their blue squares, and... Or rectangles and it's squares. And it's kind of um, 
a vertical death plunge. Mm. Like, yay. I actually stopped, took my skis off, and walked the 30 or 40 feet back up the hill, put them back on, and went down the green. I like that. Because <laughs> I'm like, mm-mm, no, I can see where this goes, and I'm on the easy part, and I'm going to die. But I still like skiing. I just haven't been for years. Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave took me shopping recently, and we were going to be going skiing sometime later this year, probably January-ish. Nice. Because he's got to wait for his leg to heal. Before he breaks it again. Because he doesn't know how to bicycle. Yeah. Yep, I've been there. No, no, Dave. He's a cyborg. Dave managed no, to... I, yeah. they, they built a cage for him. <laughs> and then they put something on his leg. Um, the best part is it, it happened while he was just riding along. Mm-hmm. And he fell over. Yeah, it's never anything cool when it's something like then that I was, big. I was attacked by a grizzly bear mm-hmm. who wanted my bike. So I fought the grizzly bear, and in the process, I was injured. I, I don't care how the real story goes. I, I'm telling something interesting. So, what do you do? What, how do you know this fellow? Well, yeah, we'll uh, get into that a little bit. Yeah, I'm in uh, Fearless Comedy with Cedius. Um, so I perform around the Twin Cities. Uh, I, I'm a director out at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival, and I'm part of the award-winning Wise Fools Improv. Um, I'm also a trivia host. I host at the Carbonians in Minneapolis um, cool. every Thursday night. And uh, I also am a project manager for my day job. So I have a job that allows me to do fun things. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I realized I forgot to ask for, for scores before I asked who, mm-hmm. who you were. But Yeah, it's okay. You know, you were chewing cheese, so shut up. Cheese chewer. Mm-hmm. So, we should do some scoring. We should mm-hmm. do some scoring. And for those who are tuning in for the first time, we score thusly. Uh, the scale is one to five, three being an average. Because, you know, that's how that works. And so a five is the best shit you've had in your mouth. And one is a war crime. And I said in the right order this time. You did. So go me. Woo! Hey! Bigger is better. Um, so, I thought it was all right. Um, I'm trying to decide how much I want to have the hyper pepper negatively affect the score. Because it was kind of sitting around a 3-5. And I think the pepper might have been just a bit too much. So I think I'm going to drop it to a 3-4. Hmm. Well, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it quite that much. I, I, it wasn't quite neutral. Um, I'm just going to go with like a 3-2. It was better than average, mm-hmm. but um, nothing that I'm like, I should go find that. Unless yeah. it turns out it's like eight bucks and then... It, it wasn't <laughs> dirt cheap, but for a Japanese it was cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would, uh, I'd actually concur with both of you and, and leave it about, uh, leave it actually about a 3-2, three, three so... In your face, Cedius. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was something that I would definitely consume with, like you know, if it was out at a restaurant or was on a menu, it would be something I'd order. Yeah, at least it wasn't boring. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, because that 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 is for me. That's the mark of the three. Is that there's there's it's so little to say about it. I have nothing to say about it. Where this was like it's a little more pepper than I'd like, but mm-hmm. I like pepper. 
If this were a nice horror movie, movie, it would be Dream Warriors. I in in the 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 span of Nightmare on Elm Street. See, I think Adam mm. J. Dunn would argue with you just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, this would be the this would be the uh, Friday the Thirteenth with psychic one of the psychic Corys. I can't remember which Cory it was, but okay, that I could maybe see with, with psychic Cory. I, I like your your terminology there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who Psychic Corey is because I don't know which one. But mm-hmm. well, I don't remember which one it was. I just really know it was one of the Corys. They're I know they're different, but mm-hmm. only when you see them both in the same movie can you prove it. I would get yelled at for for not knowing the difference between my Corys because I've watched a lot of movies with the different Corys in them. Well, I usually judge my Corys by were you in. Um, Lost Boys. Oh yeah, well, and then it's easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I have a great fondness for Lost Boys. It's it's not the best film ever by a long mm-hmm. shot, but um, I was actually stationed near where they shot it, and so I've driven over that bridge a number of times, and I've been to the amusement park, and so there's always a little part of me that is always like, "Where's the vampires? There's supposed to be vampires here, but there aren't." Because it was just a movie. Oh. I'm bitterly disappointed. Bitterly. I just love that it was the first sparkly vampire movie. That's true. It kind of was. And it didn't suck. How how they they fell after, after one sparkly good vampire movie. <laughs> Shame. So, I gather you're a horror fan. Yeah, yeah. I have a... A tattoo that I got at uh, Fantastic Fest. Oh, cool! Um, he, uh, it, was, it was the year they released Red Dawn, um, the remake. <laughs> Wolverines. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's so. I've yeah, I've seen quite a few horror movies. Um, I was born on Halloween, so like, oh, I sort of have a natural affinity for them. My wife's birthday is the. 26th mm-hmm. so she's not as scary but you know then again I married her so there you go yeah and she's a librarian she is a librarian which, which and she's a fan of Night Vale so that does by default mm-hmm. make her a little scary yeah it's true yeah. yeah I uh we went to see a live show and it happened to be the librarian live show and it's a it, the TV series. No, no. The, okay. the are you familiar with Welcome to Night Vale? No, I, I've only listened to like oh. an episode of it. Okay, the librarians in Welcome to Night Vale are horrifying creatures that are hmm. kept locked in the library because they will kill you otherwise. Hmm. Um, not might kill you, not could kill you, but will kill you. Oh, okay. You know, the summer reading program is a survival course. Not everyone makes it. So, this was about librarians, and there was, at one point in the show, one has gotten loose and is being described as it crawls across the ceiling of the... This. I swear I turned that off. It's okay. That was it mine. Was, it was, was yours. Later. Okay. Yes. Um, as it crawls across the ceiling of the theater. I like that. And, and Jenny was like, that's my people. <laughs> that's my people. So we are drinking an Amrut. Uh, it is 
a sherry emirate, as you yep. spoiled it earlier. Yeah. I would say... It's in the name. And it has... In the color. And in the mm-hmm. color. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, this could totally be mixed with frog DNA. <laughs> um, I'm doubting it, but it, you're right. It could be. Um... Well, if you sprout, like, uh, velociraptor tentacles after... Tentacles. Fingers after uh, drinking this, then we'll know for sure. And if I sprout... And Matt Cassidy will be very jealous. And if I sprout velociraptor tentacles, I'll be pretty amazed. Yes. But that would also be awesome. <laughs> Tentacle. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a darkish little mm-hmm. red tint. Um, have you, uh, I'm guessing you've never had an Amrut? No, I have not. It is Indian. Oh, okay. And, um, one of the big differences for Amrut, normally the angel share for scotches is what, three to five? Three to five. Three to five percent. I believe it is, uh, 14? 12 to 14. 12 to 14 for mm-hmm. Amrut because it's up in the Himalayas mm-hmm. and it doesn't, you don't age it that long because it's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> Not much of a nose. There's, I mean, it smells like an omroot. Yeah. But. I'm a big fan of omroots. Okay. I mean, as opposed to this fellow over here. Not so much. Not so much. Mm-hmm. So, yay. I'm getting a rotten fruit. I'm, maybe a like, rotten banana peel or... Well, I'm, I can I can tell you're getting the banana. I'm not getting the rotten part, though. Mm-mm. I think that's I think that's a little on the inside. Yeah, no, it's there. You're a mean one, Mister Gr- whatever the hell. Yes, no, I <laughs> truth. Um, There's a slight like hint of smoke. Hmm. Like when I used to when I used to do cooking demos. Um, I've done a lot of things in my life. <laughs> Smells like smoke. Back when I used to dispose of the no, bodies. This, this, is, this is like when you would, um, like we used to put almonds into the smoker and uh, toss them with some sugar and cinnamon to serve them to people. Like, Cool. That's what it reminds me of a little bit. Hmm. Mmm. Wow. Parents making some face. That's, uh... It's got some vim mm-hmm. and a side helping of vigor. And, um, I mean, it's got, I like the, I like the play of flavors once my mouth stops burning. Mm-hmm. Um, Before I get to the taste, I'm going to say I'm getting even a hint of chocolate in the nose now. Mm-hmm. It definitely uh, punches your tongue oh. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's why. A little on the high side? Care to guess? I haven't sipped it yet. Give me a second. Fifty-two-seven. Oh, that would be nowhere near high enough. Oh. Okay then. No, this this honestly, this isn't punching me as hard as Perrin's face made me think it was going to. But I, I was not prepared. Ah. I was in no way prepared. For the fifty-seven point one. Um. So basically, cask strength. Mm-hmm. Um. So, 
Yes, I will be adding more water to this. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually really like mm-hmm. the flavor. The finish is delightful. Um, uh, the one complaint I occasionally will have with single malts is that there's kind of a cloying finish at the end. Mm-hmm. And there's none of that. Um, it's too busy mm-hmm. evaporating. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the top of the finish, my, my, my tongue, give me, give, me, give me a second, it's numb. Um, no, it's, um, it's, 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 whew, yeah. Um, but I would say maybe like a cherry, maybe even a black cherry in yeah. the palate. Mm-hmm. I was kind of dating on that. Yeah. No, I'll give you the black cherry. There's also a little, a little bit of that, like almost like a plum in terms of how, uh, mm. um, the sherry definitely is is present. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I, I'm having trouble getting anything around the sherry from a, a spice or... Um, I mean, I think there's some spices there hiding behind the sherry, but they're they're overwhelmed. Um, but not, I mean, not unpleasantly. Mm-hmm. Just you get some fruit and you yeah. get a bunch of sherry. Hmm. The, the little water is opening up the nose. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the, some of the alcohol is coming through now. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will say that is true. Yeah, it clears, it clears up your sinuses a little bit. You pass the uh, coffee. Yeah. The nose resetter. True Zone Coffee, Fresh Roast Cool Beans. Promo code SCOTCH gets you 10% off your order. At True Stone... Roasters.com, I think. Friends of the show. Yeah, friends of the show. Maybe it's truestonecoffee.com. I just look for True Stone Coffee, Google it, you'll find it. Best damn coffee in town. Mm-hmm. And you can order it fresh roasts. Uh, it, 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 they're roasted and then sent directly to you that day. Um, hmm. So if you're further out, you know, it might be a day or two, you know, but locally, uh, I, I've had it roasted in the morning and Brewing in the afternoon. That uh, was some good Very times. nice. Yeah. I may have to get some for work because, mm. you know, we have... Ooh, it comes in a pretty plastic bag for the most part. Yeah. We did have somebody who was in um, South America and brought back some coffee with them. So mm. that was nice. Um, yeah, since, since my uh, the IT office is downstairs and away from everybody else, thank God, that uh, we have our own little Keurig... Mm. And so I bought one of those forever cups that you mm-hmm. put your own grounds in, and it works okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to pack them a little bit and yeah. not have it as full as you would think. Yeah, I I, I get a lighter ro- or a lighter cup than I would want. Um, I I usually cold brew the full twenty four hours, not like the twelve to fourteen that would probably be sufficient. Um, so I, I like a strong cup. Um, for as much as I've not had coffee for most of the last 20 years, having sworn off caffeine in 98 or so. Because that three-pot-a-day habit was probably not healthy. <laughs> I have to admit, I cannot really get much of the nose because mm-hmm. the alcohol is too... Um, yeah. Yeah. In your in your nostrils. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There, I don't know exactly what I'm tasting right now. Um, I'm getting some chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a powerful. It's still 
Yeah. While the alcohol is definitely present in the in the body, um, it's it's not unpleasant. Uh, the black cherry is still there. Chocolate and maybe a a deep leather, like not a definitely not a um, baseball glove, but mm-hmm. but like a new leather boot kind of leather. Hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's that's part of what I'm getting on the nose. Um, I'm 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 still sitting on that. I'm. Certainly, still getting the chocolate in the nose. The finish is way long. It really is. Like yeah. it, it almost. Uh, it also. It almost gets like woodsy toward the end. Like uh, like um, a little of the tannins coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's a. That's an astonishingly long finish. Um. For, for still sort of hanging around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last little bits, I'd say, were the cherry. And... Yeah, it gets a little one note at the very end. But, you know, it's sustained for quite a long time. So mm-hmm. there, There's a hint of an autumnal spice I'm trying to pick out. And I haven't... Like quite... a cardamom or an allspice or... I was leaning towards allspice, but... Wasn't for sure... Oh, I uh, since we're talking about spices, I have to share. I believe it's Kentucky. It's a Kentucky Fried Chicken won the subtle um, Twitter award. Hmm. Yes, they, I saw this. Did you? Had you? Have you seen this? The, uh, enlighten me. The, they, the eleven people that it they, follows. Yeah, hmm. it follows eleven people. The Spice Girls and um, six guys six, named six, Herb. Yep. That's good. I like that. Did not say anything. I mean, they just did it and kept on rolling. Mm-hmm. And I give them massive kudos for not being like, look, it, we're funny. Just somebody notices. They mm-hmm. notice. Somebody actually did know one of the herbs that or herbs that was being followed noticed. Uh, I'm, I'm an herb fan, not a herb fan. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, he was just some guy. So nobody noticed his comment of, ha ha, look at that, that's funny. Until somebody noticed recently and mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah, that, that was on my Facebook the other day. Let's see, even wetter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good idea. The uh, alcohol's dropping out a bit in the nose. Um, toffee? Um... That's a question mark. I'm not sure. It's not. No, it's not really toffee, but almost a butterscotch disc. Yeah, it's. I'm. It's somewhere in that that family, like the vein of the Werther's, Werther's original, or no, leaning more to like the golden disc that you those cheap butterscotch mm. discs you get for Halloween. Okay. Or give out now. That would require me to one both be home and two interested in seeing children on Halloween. It, what I, I have yet to hand out candy since I moved to this house, but only last year was the first time it was actually in the house on Halloween. Did you have anyone come by? Even though every light in the living room was off, yes, I had three people knock on the door. Did you answer? Hell's no. We had um, we give out seventeen pounds of candy. Wow. 
Uh, and then we have to shut down because we're out. Mm. And our record is, I think, 36, 37 kids on the lawn at once. Wow. And I think it was like 380 kids all told for one year. Hmm. Yeah, see, I happen to live in a neighborhood that is predominantly original homeowners of homes built in the 50s. Mm. So not so many with the kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe with the grandkids, but generally speaking, uh, in the few conversations I've had with the neighbors, it seems most of the kids live out of state. So, generally not a Halloween thing. We live in a townhome, so we get five, and then they go on and do other things. We live in North Minneapolis on a fairly... I mean, both sides of the street. Mm -hmm. Houses, houses, houses. Uh, We live near one of the constant award winners for best Halloween and Christmas decorations... Um, so, I mean, we see minivans pull up at the end of the block, and it's like a clown car. Nice. Because the door opens, and it says, and, you know, 14 kids pile out. And, um, you know, it's a, a lot of the neighbors will put fire pits on their front lawn mm-hmm. and just sort of hand out candy and socialize. And it's, That'd be it's fun. A, no, it no is kid. a lot of fun. I, I, I assume it would be for the kids on spits, but if that's not... You know, that's, that's later in the night with okay. the... What's That's fun? when you're out of treats and you move to the tricks. Yeah. Okay. What's What's fun is, um, you know, we we give like one piece of candy, and mm-hmm. if you're good ki- good costume, you get one of the good. If you're not, you get one of the. Oh, here's some nerds. Um, you get some Mexican hats. Yeah, but uh, the there was a, there's always like the the two handful rule winner. Oh yeah. Which is we had a girl come, eleven year old girl come by, I think, roughly. Who had handmade a weeping angel costume? Ooh. What? That is cool. Yeah, and and we were like, ah, don't blink. And we were the first ones who had known what it was, and she almost cried. She was so happy. She got the two handful, you know. Yeah, I like that. There's always like one. We had one kid who came, not really in costume. He had mm-hmm. love and hate written on his knuckles. Oh, okay. And a, something rolled up in his his sleeve, but it was like kind of really. That's your costume. And Young James Dean? No, he walked up and said, So I'm here for your daughter? I'm a dad's worst nightmare. We're like, well played. Kudos. Kudos. Well played, yep. sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's, here's your handful. Because <laughs> he, he knew that we were like, okay, this isn't really a mm-hmm. costume. So, yeah. It's like Still the person that wears like the... like. Facebook and they just write book across their face or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I grew up on a, a hobby farm, so we always had to drive to another neighborhood to actually go trick or treating. Which uh, pros and cons? I mean, you get to pick your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you have to drive there, and there's coordinating and all that. Yeah. <clears throat> so even very wet. Um, the, there's a little bit of a pepper kick at the end um, as the alcohol is kind mm-hmm. of released. Um, still getting some black cherry. Um, the tannins are a little stronger. I'm I'm quite impressed um, that it's as complex and robust. The Gouda makes it really buttery. Huh. Yeah, for for an arm root, I'm complaining less than is typical for me. Um, That's as far as you're going to get as a compliment. Yeah, really kind of is. Um, I mean, I like black cherry as a flavor. Mm-hmm. It being offset by too much spice at the end with the extra water. I, 
the middle water, I think, is the, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that initial light watering. Although, I will say that neat, while a bit of a punch in the face initially, is a kind of neat... Um, yeah, it, hmm. it was not bad. This is one that I would definitely order with a small ice cube in it, thus completely defeating the purpose of drinking it. I would love to try this with a Scotch Rock. Mm, yeah. I will say, since, since that's been brought up, I, I did do the experiment. Uh, the Glen Grant is significantly better on ice. Hmm. We had last time. Good to know. So I will say, it comes in a fancy red box. That is a Scotch coffin right with, there. With a magnet. Yeah, this is this is not uh, this is not a messing around um, container. On the front, we have two barrels and a bull. That's that's I will fuck you up territory. On uh, I, I I will see the bull, but I would replace the barrels with something else. But you know, that's just you. Yeah, that's just me. Um, let's see. What else does it say? Not a whole heck of a lot on the outside. Well, it's got the know. inside, though. <clears throat> Amrut. Single malt whiskey. Intermediate sherry. Time-tested tradition. Spiced with a dash of innovation. This is the process we followed in making Amrut Intermediate Sherry Matured Single Malt. All in caps. New make spirit matured in the traditional way in virgin ex-bourbon casks. Then is transferred into Spanish ex-oloroso sherry butts. Wherein it matures for a year more, gaining an added sherry finish. The finished touch is thus lent by a further period of maturation... In ex-bourbon casks. Result? An essay in elegance with subdued sherry notes that bears the telltale Amrut signature of quality and innovation. A worthy successor to the much-acclaimed Amrut Fusion and Amrut Double Cask. Neither of which was any good. I like them. So is it is it common that it they call things like ex bourbon as opposed to just being in a bourbon cask? No. Well, <laughs> for Amrut it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ex, well, okay. Common? No. Rare? Also no. What's the difference between a bourbon cask and an ex bourbon cask? Um, nothing. But, um. There are distilleries that will put the X in front of it to, for whatever reason, to say this this used to be a bourbon cask and no longer is, mm-hmm. where not having the X also implies that it held bourbon. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it varies by the distillery, but it is not it is not rare, but I would certainly say it is uncommon. Because we went to one where they, like, scorch the inside of the bourbon cask and everything, so I was thinking, like, oh, well... Maybe, like, that's the difference. Like, there's an expert, no, it's, meaning it's just burned. And no, then... that, that, that's that's just a, a flame. A charred. A charred 
They're mm-hmm. all yeah. yeah. What surprised me is you. I normally virgin casks means nothing has been in it. Mm. So technically, this would be first filled post bourbon, right? Really, right? Boiled but I'm, I'm, but I'm, it's a, it's normally called first, first fill, fill, not vir- virgin. A virgin cask means nothing has been mm-hmm. in this before. You usually get a, a very tannic, oaky flavor, depending mm-hmm. on how long it's been in there. And we've um, generally not been a, fond of them. No, it's a pedant's nightmare. Nightmare. A what's a pedant's? You know, somebody who is pedantic. Oh yes. Yes, it is. By the way, it does note it was um, March 2011. It doesn't give you any more information than that. I am not sure. I'm guessing that means this is probably a six-year. No, I've had that bottle for like two years. Oh, (sighs) so it was distilled. I mean, uh, bottled. I would presume. B number four, March 2011. Unfortunately, it does not say anything about... Um, when, it was, when it was filled. Yeah. So, the fact that they, they do... I will say that they since they do a year in the, um, in the sherry, it's probably somewhere in the, the 12 range. Just because I, I doubt that they go, like... Four years in the in the oak and a year in the well. Also, they noted they go back to the bourbon after, don't they? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. given that, I'm I'm this so surprising, surprisingly complex distillation. Mm-hmm. Um, some when they go into the sherry, it's only for a, a much shorter than a year period. Yeah, it's usually only like six months when when it's a Scottish finish. Yeah, so I'm I'm. I'm a fan of the sherries, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, boy, see, the thing is, I would like to buy this. So the No, t- you wouldn't. Well. Oh, do tell us more. I I will after the scoring. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I know where he's coming from, because I've okay. bought Amrits before. I didn't say I would buy it. I said I'd like to. Mm. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one. Uh, it's not perfect. The the I, I almost wish it had not been cask strength, and that it had been pre brought down to that middle level. I, mm-hmm. I think that would have been a more interesting. So I'm gonna not go too crazy high. I think I'm gonna give it a three seven five. There were some real neat things about it. Nothing that was really bad for me, but it still wasn't quite rush out and, and get it level mm-hmm. of, which to me, it really has to break four for me to be like, I must get it. Unless, I will I will say, um, like the Trader Joe's Isla Storm, Storm, which is 19 bucks and amazingly tasty. That was a rush out and get it because 19 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that goes in and out of stock with the seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's in stock right now, by the way. Yeah, um, I would go with uh, three point five on this one. Uh, to me, it reminds me. Uh, I'm going to go back to beer terms again. To me, it reminds me of when uh, a brewery has brewed basically an American style IPA for quite a while, and then they decide that they actually want to change things up and try something that is like a British style IPA, and and so. Um, and they, and so they they change up like the hop variety that they use, and it produces sort of a, a unique, distinct flavor. 
but it's it's not quite where they want to be yet. Um, but it's different. It, it it's it's still pleasing enough in that it has like it has a remarkable flavor to it. Uh, I guess in relating it back to the scotch itself, um, I I liked a lot of the. Um, I actually like that hint of that smokiness on the initial nose, and then when you got into a little bit deeper into it, getting some of those fruit flavors and fruit aromas, like that, re- that really is something that I like in a beverage and in a drink. I, I will say that this is one that I would much prefer to be drinking in the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. I'm very warm right now. I'm torn myself as to whether I like this more or less than the last one. The last one was not the most exciting in the world, but it also was not boring. This one, for an Amrut, was really good for me, because I generally don't like Amruts, but I still don't think it was all that stellar. Certainly the little bit of water... Was, was where I would want to have it. I mean, neat is, is doable. Um, the little bit of water was good. The extra water is... No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother with that. <sighs> I think I'm going to say this was maybe the touch better because it did have some, some good strong notes and for what it was trying to do, it was good. Yeah, parents about to, to faint in surprise. I think I'm just going to give it a 3.5. I, I, I liked your earlier where it was sort of like, well, for a proctology exam, it wasn't bad. It was the shit for a proctology <laughs> exam. <but> no. Um. <laughs> oh, let's be honest. If they were like, and for your proctology exam, drink this omelet, you'd be like, done. You you would not be like, yeah. no, don't, don't make me drink scotch. Stick something in my ass. <laughs> let's be honest. If it was most Amruts, I don't know. It's usually not my thing, but... Uh, I mean, I get Here, have some Pendrin. No, no! Where's where's that doctor? Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Truth. And yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, this one, I want to say, was in the vicinity of 100 to 120. Um, and it's probably gone up since because mm-hmm. it's been a couple of years. Um, unless this is just an expression they do now, which it might be. Um, so, I mean, for single malts, that's not, I mean, that's the beginning of the intermediate range, in all honesty, but for this show, that is the beginning of the high range. Um, I... With that price point, I would certainly lower the score back to the other, possibly even make it lower than the other, because the price point, I could almost get two bottles of that Japanese for the one price of of this Amrut. And I, I still probably would get the Amrut over the Japanese, because I don't really want two bottles of the Japanese. Well, there's that. But, but at 100 or 110, that's enough that I probably would be like, you know... There's some, others, there's some others I'd prefer. You can get a bottle and a half of Lagavulin. But this is one I would love to have so I could take it to, like, Con or something. Right. Because people would be like, whoa, what's that? As mm-hmm. a, you know, well, or, I can't breathe, my eyes burn! 
Depending on how deeply they drank of it without warning. Right. Especially if you bring it around in that pretty red scotch coffin. Like, (laughs) you know, not having much experience with scotch packaging. Like, that thing is, like, plush. It actually has, like, a nice uh, seat to it and everything. No, I mean... The, we, we've had a couple of other bottles that were packaged similar to that. The the the, the Glengarry Twenty One had a the Alberfeldi was a little was even a little snazzier. Yeah, it had a contoured to fit uh, inside the. Oh, oh wow! There's a little of that, right? In that no, bottle, but this but was like a, yeah. a Your, we, yours was memory foam. This is just right. it, you know a cutaway. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, it was no. Uh, it, 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 yes, oh, it, nice. it, it, it is not the Valhalla line from Highland Park. This is mm-hmm. true. Or even uh, the Fire and Ice. I have to say the Valhalla line is still the best. I, I've not seen... Uh, I have not seen in person a better case. I know they're out there. Yeah, it, it, it is a really good presentation. I mean, I'm, I'm still really fond of the Connemara cast strength. Um, or not the cast, the Connemara 12-year. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. Uh, for, for, for what it was. Um, it's very pretty. But, uh... I mean, I just look at that, the, the, um, Loki, though, and that's just a prettier case to me. Yeah, no. It, well, it, it speaks more to what it is and what it's trying to be, mm-hmm. and, and, and plays to the theme of what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um... Whereas the, the, um, what is it, Kal, Kalala? Kanamara. Kanamara. Um, it's just a really beautiful inlaid... Yeah. Uh, box... Now, I know that some of the fancier ones come with, like, custom-designed um, decanters decanters yeah. of leaded crystal. And I'm like, yeah, okay, and I guess if you're paying $4,000 for a bottle, who cares if, you, if a chunk of that is a, deca- is a leaded I crystal? Say, there's, there's, there's a $1,500 Dalmore I wish I could justify. <laughs> I... As much as I liked the sample of the King Alexander we had, and I thought it was really, really good, I could not bring myself to spend the two seventy five that that bottle was at Total Wine. I thought about it; I really did. Oh yeah, but there have been occasions where I've looked in the in the locked case and but, gone, "Ooh!" But then but. I thought about it. and I'm going. There are other scotches that I have scored at a four or higher that are less expensive, mm-hmm. and I could pretty easily get my hands on one of those. That's always the the torture of scotch. Is the I'd like to try that. It it probably is amazing, but I know for a third of the price I can have something I really enjoy. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. And this is why we do this show. Yeah, to save you, the listener, the trouble of buying something like say the Valhalla line from Highland <laughs> Park. Yeah, for three hundred dollars a bottle. Beautiful case, not worth it. If if you want something that's going to look good on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And you have money to burn, by all means, get yourself a pretty wooden box. If you were in it for the scotch and you can find the Odin, good on ya. Otherwise, Otherwise Lafroy 18. Or Lagavulin 16. <laughs> yeah. Or Aberfeldy 21. Dalmore Cigar Malt, which, I mean, you weren't as fun. No, fun. That, uh, well, not anymore. Not anymore. It used to be back when it was 40 bucks. Well, the cigar bottles, as a general rule, I would rather have the Grand Reserva, which is still 50, 45 to 50 bucks. But mm, I'll have to try that sometime because I loved the cigar malt. And <sighs> the cigar malt's not nearly as good as it used to be. That's quite possible. Yeah. But. Hey. That's... So, we should flog some things. 
Yeah, so... Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, so so it's only half over, but you can still check out Twin Cities Horror Fest. That uh, will be going on through, I believe, November 4th or 5th. And, you know, this one should be going live on time because I've got more than enough time to edit it. Time travel, time travel, time travel. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, as always, uh, Fearless Lab will be the second Tuesday. Uh, Double Blind Improv will be the third Thursday. Our What the Improv will be the fourth Thursday. Is that by Pirates? No. It sounded like it would be by Pirates. No. Are what? Pirates. Improv. Should be. Uh, and PowerPoint karaoke will be on a Friday somewhere in there. I think it was that November. was last Friday. Uh, no, next month. Oh November. yeah, okay, yeah. Then Time there's travel. one in November too. Time travel. Uh, and then Fearless Presents will be doing something at the Phoenix. I don't recall. Well, I know Killer Bees movie improv is, is coming. The up. October one. And happened before this bit live. Mm-hmm, probably. So, time for Ha Sucks to be you, listeners. Because this is November 1st. You knew that. Yeah. We haven't locked you in the basement yet. <laughs> that, that comes shortly. I put my head Spoilers. down in resignment. Do you have anything you would like to flog? Yeah, actually, um... Wow, that was really loud. Um... I actually, uh, the third Thursday, not the third Thursday, every Thursday night from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock p.m., you can come play trivia uh, under the hosting guidance of me. Um, I curate a fairly excellent musical selection every single trivia night. It takes me at least an hour to put it together, so um, you get to hear whatever my whims are. Um, and it's actually a pretty cool place. You can get uh, you get a $30 gift card for first place, $20 for second. Um, and we usually have some pretty cool, uh, prizes and some pretty cool specials going on. Where is this event? Uh, it's every Thursday night at the Carbonis in South Minneapolis. It's basically at the corner of Cedar and Hiawatha, or not Hiawatha, Cedar and Minnehaha. Um, right next to the, pretty much the Grand Old Creamery and, you know, some grocery store that hasn't gone out of business yet. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should pretty much wrap the show. So. And give to the Max Day, of course. Yes, that will be happening in November, and there's silliness afoot at Fearless. We will be at the Mounds Theater. With your feet. With our feet. And now... The uh, toast! The toast! I don't know if you listened carefully enough to know what was coming, but we like to tell our, our guests with no warning, would you like to toast us out? Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, some lawn chairs. Some, some lawn, lawn chairs. chairs. 